Steven. Yes, sir. I'm back. I'm back, baby. Ooh. Um, Did you... And... Re- 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 what? You've anyway, always been here. So, uh, I know there was some news that dropped a while ago, mm. and uh, that we could briefly discuss this whole shit with uh, HBO Max <sighs> and yeah. uh, Wonder Woman and whatnot. Like, pretty big deal with... Mm-hmm. Uh, for, for those who don't know, and you're coming to listen to this for news that came out yeah. <laughs> mm, three weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> Joke's on you, suckers. Yeah. Uh, but like HBO Max is releasing Wonder Woman 1984 on uh, Christmas Day mm-hmm. in movie theaters, but also on HBO Max. Yeah. Um, which is pretty fucking bananas, right? Yeah. I think I said HBO Max is releasing uh, Wonder Woman in theaters. I meant Warner Brothers. You know, they're the same is, thing. Y- you get it. You, yeah. Okay. It's coming out in theaters and streaming same day. Mm-hmm. Right. And I thought, wow, this is pretty cool. But how much is it going to cost? Turns out nothing. That's no what I was about cost. to ask. I didn't know. Okay. Yeah. Which is pretty baller. Like, yeah, it's, it's uh, crazy. It, it's really like a. Uh, shot across the the bow mm. toward Disney, who was like, "Hey, do you guys want to watch Mulan?" Yeah, right. And we were all like, "I, I guess, I don't know, <laughs> no, maybe." <laughs> the, like all the fun shits out of there, from what I understand. But okay, Man. And then it costs like a, an additional like twenty five dollars, yeah, on uh, Disney Plus to do it. But like, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of excited, like to be able to to watch it. Like it's just going to show up. I know. You know? Yeah. Well. Uh, I gotta say, because I wasn't, uh, I don't know if you knew this, Brent, I wasn't a huge fan of the first mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, but, um, I have been weirdly, uh, a little excited about this one, but whenever they did that mm-hmm. news, I was like, oh, like watching Wonder Woman 1984 on Christmas day sounds pretty, uh, like at home sounds pretty awesome. And yeah. now I'm actually like really excited about the movie where I wouldn't have been. So, mm-hmm. um, even though like I'm, they're not going to get more money from me necessarily. Like we already have HBO Max. Um, they're still like I don't know. Like it's still like a win for them, I guess. But it's uh, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And then <gasps> what? Some and then uh, it turns out that HBO Max is going to release uh, a bunch of like they're going to do the same thing with a bunch of movies next yeah. year. Do you hear about this? Yeah, it's like all of WB's slate is what I heard. Yeah, yeah, which is insane. Like Kong versus Godzilla. Mm, uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> hell yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, yeah. It's weird. Uh, it's gonna be a whole new th- like thing in the world that they'll be like. It's like it's like the same thing. It's like day and date at, in theaters and on HBO Max. Um, I had wondered. I didn't know. Woman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm let's, back, everyone. <laughs> let's end it. Let's end it now. <laughs> We're not getting any better than that. Um, I had wondered if it was going to be a Mulan situation with Wonder Woman and then with the rest of the slate, which I feel is a slippery slope too. I I had heard people talk about that. Like you're already paying for that service and you have to pay more for a specific movie is kind of like that. They could do that forever. They could just be like old movies are now $5 and you can stream them as well, but you have to pay $6 to even get access to the streaming. And I I felt like that could be like a bad thing, but also I'm like, I don't mind paying for brand new movies if I want to watch them early and they're $20 Whereas we used to go to the movie theater and spend a minimum of $20 for like two people to go. Um, now, if you like, if you're able to pull your money together with more people or whatever, like somehow, you know, 
you could spread that out mm-hmm. and make it worth it. But uh, I wonder how the slate coming out just on HBO Max will work, you know, um, mm-hmm. versus like theater money that they were going to get and stuff. But uh, it's a brand new world, man. It's be interesting. Well, I guess from what I understand, HBO Max did not have as many like subscribers as they were aiming for. Mm-hmm. So this is something that's going to help them out. But yeah, like Matrix 4 is coming out, Suicide Squad, yeah, crazy. Um, other movies, you know, probably boring ones. Yeah, I was like, that I don't, don't have I don't punch fighting in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Space Jam, the new Space Jam is going to be on uh, HBO Max. Sweet. So, yeah. Uh, but I, I think it's cool. Like mm-hmm. I've already got HBO max and I'm loving it. Ba, yeah. ba, 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 right. Uh, and, uh, like I had mentioned before, I feel like I'm getting away with something, even though I'm obviously paying <laughs> for the right. service. I'm like, Oh yeah, I watch whatever <laughs> I want on this thing I'm paying for. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm really like treating myself with, yeah. uh, with HBO here. So, um, I'm, I'm pumped for it. Like uh-huh. even movies I'm, I would not have gone out to theaters to see. I will probably watch go. on HBO. Plus it gives you like that one month window to watch it. And then it's just like theater exclusive until it actually comes out on, um, on disc or, mm-hmm. you know, just hits HBO max as a regular, uh, streaming, uh, Video? Do you still call videos? <laughs> Would it be a video? What is this? Is yeah, that right? video works. Yeah. yeah, that works. Yeah, yeah. You're like, I, audience, I did you miss this? Really? Are you glad? <laughs> Are you glad this is? <laughs> you know what? Oh man, that's amazing. I think a mistake was made. I think <laughs> the wrong <laughs> the wrong host came back. <laughs> but oh man, yeah. well, I'm yeah. For I, it. I think it's interesting. Uh, I yeah, I'm excited for it as well. Like you said, pretty much any really like DC property at this point. Like I saw Wonder Woman in theaters, but it was because other family wanted to go. And mm-hmm. otherwise, like I probably even though I'm excited about James Gunn's The Suicide Squad, I I, uh, I probably wouldn't have gone to the theater for that. Um, it's hard to tell. Yeah. I would definitely like. I, I'm excited for Matrix Four and um, Pluto Nash Three. I think is coming out as part of that package as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm excited for that. Um, they skipped the sequel, yeah. which is weird, and they just went to a third one. They're just like, guys, you know what time it is. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to George Lucas the shit. If you want to find out what happened in between, go see the third one, and then we'll make enough money to make a second one, fill in some of those gaps. I hope that they do make enough money and then make Pluto Nash 5, and they just go odds. Mm-hmm. You know, just fuck it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's like the opposite of the Star Trek movies, where it's like, uh-huh. uh, I guess like, every even numbered star trek movie is good whereas this case they're not even making even numbered ones <laughs> it's not making the good ones <laughs> and and that's that's to say like maybe all of them are bad but they're just going to keep with it you yeah know? but yeah that's the mm-hmm. kind of that's what streaming allows you know yeah um props that stuff maybe up. they're they're waiting until yeah they get to like pluto nash five and they're like release this Snyder cut of two and four you know <laughs> I can see that happening. Let's but, get a petition going. So you get Snyder's for Snyder for two and four, but then all of a sudden mm. six comes out. It's fucking David Fincher. Pluto and Ash oh six. God. People didn't see it coming. And it's the only good one. <laughs> and it ties everything together. Yeah. It makes you go back. It actually makes you like the other ones. Yeah. It's kind of like if you were to uh, watch Endgame for the first time and mm. then 
Avengers Endgame, I should say. And uh, you're like, uh, you know what? I kind of want to go back and watch Thor of the Dark World. But guess what? <laughs> it's still mm. bad. It's still not great. But oh, you can have like, look at it through a slightly different lynch. Yeah. Lynch? Yeah. You know, look at it through a slightly different lynch. <laughs> rest in peace, Sean Connery. We, we also missed that. You just wanted to put that in he there. Did. Yeah. To say rest in peace. Yeah. yeah, for sure. For sure. Truly a league of an extraordinary gentleman. Yeah. A league yeah. of his own. Yeah. Yes. Because he played he played women's baseball. A lot of people don't know that. You know, a lot of people are saying that Sean Connery played in American baseball. Oh, man. He was he was on the rock for peaches. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. People don't know that. Ooh. Is it, was that the name of their team? That was the name of their team. Steven. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure you're aware of this. Uh, I think so, because I think we've maybe texted this back and forth. <laughs> maybe, but like. Peaches, peaches, like the peach emoji mm. is a uh, like you know emoji speak for that booty. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so you say what they're doing? Yeah, you yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, they're I in think, skirts playing baseball. Yeah. I think Gina Davis invented the peach emoji. Is kind of what we're getting at. I had a huge fucking crush on Gina Davis growing up. So yeah, that's cool with me. Mm-hmm. She's got that color hair. It kind of looks like <laughs> she got that color hair. Well, I was going to say it's not peach, but it looks like that emoji because the emoji is actually like that orangey look. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it just kind of kind of works. Mm-hmm. She's got it going yeah. on. Yeah. Basically is what I'm saying. But uh, yeah. back to the to the future. WB, yeah. Uh, oh. HBO Max stuff. It's um, it's interesting because I notoriously kind of have uh exclusively bad experiences at movie theaters now whenever we were still going to movie theaters and so um i have not really i I have like a weird thing like i like movies i like films i like the experience of the i like the romanticized version of the experience of going to the movie theaters but the actual version of going to the movie theaters has been pretty shitty for a while now and so i i feel like some filmmakers i've seen have talked about how like a niche, a niche experience, like a more expensive experience, more food, more alcohol, um, fewer seats, better seats, that kind of thing, better presentation than than just the masses going to the theaters all the time. I think is like the masses now are staying home and watching stuff, you know, streaming. And they have been before the pandemic anyway, but this kind of accelerated it finally. But uh, it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to, to see how it plays out with movie theaters versus streaming. But I, I feel like some version of them will still survive. Um, I don't know that they necessarily like I'm not like crying over AMC failing right now going bankrupt because I'm like AMC has mm-hmm. sucked for a long time. But like yeah. the Alamo Drafthouse uh, of the world, the the Arclight Cinemas of the world, whatever, like that type of experience I'm, I'm for. But otherwise, I pretty much want to stay home regardless of the pandemic and watch them at home. So yeah. and like you said, it, it kind of makes me watch things that I wouldn't have otherwise or makes me more excited for them because they're just there and they're free. And I'm like, oh, cool. Like it's part of the service. I'll watch it. But. I wasn't going to plunk down $10 to go see 1984 anyway, you know? Yeah. Um, or Wonder Woman 1984, either one. So. Well, it's, it's also one of those things where if you are curious about watching a movie, let's say that new Harley Quinn movie, and you see that mm. it pops up on HBO and you're like, oh, okay, maybe I'll give this uh, about five minutes worth of time. There you go. And then you throw it on there and you're like, yeah, no. <laughs> I'm, you know what? I'm good. I might yeah. come back to this, but for right now, 
I think I'll be okay. I think I'll be all right. And you would have been stuck in a theater. I would have been stuck in a theater. Yep. I would have paid money. Yep. And I'm the type of person that's like, I'm not going to go ask for my money back. Yeah. Like, I just, I just want to leave. Yeah. I just want to teleport out of this theater. <laughs> yeah. I want to be raptured out of this theater. Just leave all my clothes. Go up to heaven buck ass naked. Yeah. Because guess what? It's heaven. They can't laugh at your genitals in heaven. <laughs> well, hopefully not. Hopefully not. Because guess what? I get up to those pearly gates and St. Peter laughs at my junk. He's got a rocket car straight to hell. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. You're going to carry Watch a rocket counselor. car. <laughs> You're going to carry a rocket car in your butthole, I assume, to send him because you won't I mean, have clothes on. Probably. I mean, why not? It's the biggest compartment you have to put things in. Really, it is. Yeah. Uh, everybody knows your butt pocket is the largest <laughs> pocket in the human body. <laughs> Unless you were born with a marsupial pouch. Okay, we understand. We get like it. Like if you're a half kangaroo, we get it. If you're half roo, yeah. don't screw with putting stuff in your butt. <laughs> there's no point. Unless it's like a pleasure thing. Then it's like, okay, fine. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Everybody's cool with that. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. But for storage reasons, you already got something. So Yeah. For storage reasons, put it in your marsupial pouch. Hey, you know what? You're packing a lunch, packing heat, put it in your pouch. Put it in your pouch. That's the LTAS way. Put put it, put put it in your, why did I say it right (laughs) once? And then my brain just like (laughs) shut down when I tried to repeat it. I thought you were having a stroke. I was like, what's happening right there? It's weird. I mean, kind of. Yeah. A little bit. Bad. Um, well, on, on that note, what do you just say we're doing it? I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff, where nothing has changed. Anyway, moving on. Anyway. <laughs> hey, Steven. Yeah. So, I, uh, in my travels, I came across a version of Bullet Bourbon mm-hmm. that uh, I had never mm-hmm. tried before. And uh, you and I are, are fans of, of that particular bourbon. Oh, yes. We should try to get them as a sponsor. I've never mm. thought about getting sponsors for this show. Maybe we should try to try to do that. For I real? think alcohol is probably a good one to do as yeah. well. Because it seems like, you know, people like alcohol. Yeah. How could that go wrong? You know? Yeah. Uh, anyway, so I've got this uh, this one. I don't know if you've ever had it before. Um, and I've, I had mentioned it to you off air mm-hmm. briefly. Um, and uh, it's Bullet Bourbon. And it says, aged 10 years, Bullet Bourbon Frontier Whiskey. Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. Um, and guys, it's 2020. Why is this going to be Kentucky straight bourbon? Come okay. on, guys. Sexuality is a spectrum. Okay. <laughs> so Kentucky spectrum bourbon whiskey. Um, anyway, so I wanted to try it. Uh, it was more expensive than regular mm, bourbon mm-hmm. or a regular bullet. This was like, I think it was like $43. But mm. my wife and I were going out of town. And I thought, you know what? Someone special. Let me spend a little bit of extra money. On Brent, you know, and yep. I did, and it's kind of just okay. Like I, don't, <laughs> like, it's not much different. <laughs> it's not not a huge difference, uh, honestly. I can't I can't detect a huge amount of flavor difference. Yeah, but also like I'm a human raccoon. I'll eat whatever. Mm. I don't really have a sensitive palate. Not a picky eater. Yeah. Um, and so maybe there's uh, notes of this that I'm missing. Have you ever had this before? I've never actually had that one before. I don't think I've looked at it before because it is also more expensive. And I've always been like, no, I'm going to just get what I know I like. But uh, um, mm-hmm. it happened that last night. Um, one of the one of my favorite writers that I mentioned, uh, Cargill, 
on Twitter. Um, he oh, had, I thought it was Ayn Rand. Okay, oh, that makes more that well, makes more sense. Second yeah. favorite, or Ayn Rand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but he, someone was asking about the whiskey he was drinking last night. He posted a picture of his fireplace, and he was like, "We're doing Christmas movies, doing drinking whiskey tonight. Got the fire going." <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here's what happened in my head, Stephen. I'm hey, excited. What's your favorite whiskey to drink? And he just shoots a picture of his fireplace. <laughs> I drink yeah. fireplace, bitch. I would believe that of Cargill. He is uh, yeah. an epic man. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, he uh, he had mentioned that one of his favorite whiskeys was the Ten Year Bullet. So there you go. Oh, okay. And he has good yeah. taste. He was mentioning like whiskeys with a Y or an EY, which I'm not really sure the difference. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, the ones with the Y seem more like Scotch Scotch whiskeys, I guess. And then um, the other one, I can't remember what the first one, um, uh, wild, not wild turkey. It was like uh, something trace. Um, anyway, and then uh, the 10-year bullet were the ones that he had mentioned. Buffalo mm-hmm. trace. And then uh, the 10-year oh, bullet were okay. his favorite whiskeys with the EY. So I was curious. Uh, he has a more refined palate than you and I do, I think, for those for such things. But um, mm-hmm. I would like to try this one. I could see me not really noticing a difference, especially for the money as well. Yeah. Uh, the other problem with this is uh, oh, not that. That's a beautiful, yeah. beautiful sound. You got it out of here. Coming out the bottle. Marsupial pouch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Took this right out of my pouch. <laughs> Ready to drink. I put ice in there too. Ice and some like oh, nice. um, freezer packs. So oh, it keeps cool. the, the whiskey nice and chilled. Yeah. I prefer chilled whiskey. Mm-hmm. It's just me. Um, but the. Uh, it feels like it takes a little bit longer for the alcohol to like kick in. Oh, interesting. So I'm going to have a shot of this right now. Perfect. And by the end of the show, <laughs> okay. it's gonna get it's gonna get wild. If you start napping, wild. Yeah, I'll, I'll be like, oh, the ten year kicked in. Got it. Yeah, I'll be like, and anyway, so <laughs> I was I was watching Ninja Turtles, and then And then it's just so, an hour more of you snoring on, into the microphone. Yeah. Just watch out for that, you know. Later it's in the gonna show. Be, it's going to be good. People people will like it. Hell yeah. yeah. So let me, uh, let me take a sip of uh, Grandpa's cough syrup here. Got it. And then uh, we'll proceed with the show. But we've got major plans for this episode, right? Oh, it's going to be great. Mm. Oh, I thought you were going to keep going. I was really scared. <laughs> no. There's not much left there's, in there? There's still... Not a, not a whole lot left, yeah. but... But like more we'll than one shot. The, uh, yeah. And I was, yeah, I was scared. You were just going to keep going. I thought about it. Honestly. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm like, but you know what? It's only nine 39 <laughs> in the morning. Yeah. We've recorded day. today. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll wait until it's manageable, oh, you know, man. around 10 28. So, you know, I, I would have, uh, I had a drink with you, but lately I've been like trying to cut back because, Around the election time, I was drinking so mm-hmm. much. I was so nervous all the time, and it really got mm-hmm. to my body, and my body now is, like, rejecting it, and it's like, Steven, you, you've got to push that away for a little bit, bro. So uh, it's been mm-hmm. good, though. I've been, I've been feeling um, um, like the world isn't as deadened, um, the, the, it's scarier again, you know, but it's, it feels great. So yeah. um, either mm-hmm. way, either way is fine. Well, as we've discussed before, as soon as it turns 2021, as soon as we flip that calendar page over, everything's going to reset. It'll be fine. We're not going to have any problems anymore. So that's true. Look forward to that. You know, Amanda. That said, like, I think 
I think it's um, oddly heartwarming that every human, possibly on this planet, fucking hates 2020. Like all oh, of us I hate know, it right? so much. Bring us all together. Like they they say like hindsight is 2020, mm. but we all hate this year almost immediately. Yeah, beginning in like <laughs> late March, yeah. early April, we're like, what the fuck is this? What what's happening this year? And it's you know, just yeah, repeatedly punched us ever since. Yeah. It's like every two months. Every. Whoa. Hey, you know what? Kick it in early. Mm. <laughs> Hi, bourbon. Here we go. Hello, oh, old friend. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> the oh, the roller coaster cart is going up the tracks. Sweet. And, uh, Sweet. We're, we're getting ready to peek over that hill. Oh, it's a bird. <laughs> um. This is you remember back show. in the day when uh, the uh, the male model Fabio uh, oh, ro- yeah. rode a roller coaster and then he got hit in the face with a wow bird. I do remember that yeah he was like all bloody and shit he <laughs> <laughs> was like, all bloody like it's so hard to like hit a bird like the other day yeah. I was driving through town like on a on a back road it's like going toward town and there was a like a like a wing propped up on the street because a bird had been ran over. <laughs> Do you know how hard it is to hit a bird? Like if you see a bird on the street, I always slow down. I hate. I, yeah, right. I don't want to kill animals if at all I can avoid it. You know. Yeah. But like birds will just like fly out of the way, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. How do you hit this? What was? What's wrong with this bird that it allowed itself to get hit? And then I'm like, well, what's the psychology of this bird? And then I'm like. So do animals like get depressed? Like, was this bird suicide? Yeah, right. Because how you know? else would you like, do it? The, what? How else would you do it? Yeah. Because it's a vehicle. Like birds, I feel like they're paranoid anyway. So they're like constantly yeah. have their heads on a swivel. Also, eyes on the sides of their head. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they're like looking kind of like yours, literally both ways. Yeah. Yeah. And if it's at night, which is a good eight hours of a given twenty-four hour period, you got headlights coming at you. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like, like, I should be sad that this, this creature is dead yeah. and had been run over, but, but also I'm like, come on, idiot. Like, you should have, you should have moved, dude. Like, I don't know if you were like, I don't know if it was like a, a predator bird, predator, or, or what? Like, if it was like eating carcass, it was like, um, I'm still a little chewing. Okay. So I'll move when I feel like it. Oh, it's here. Smash. <laughs> Maybe it's a daredevil bird who got too close to the thrill. Ooh, the man without fear. Did you see a tiny hey, skateboard those, uh... nearby? Maybe, <laughs> maybe it was trying to skateboard. Steven, I was, I was going with daredevil, the superhero, but you said skateboard. So I'm like, of course they should give daredevil a skateboard. <laughs> you put two and two together. That's good. Look, he's very like Spider-Man-esque to begin with. You know, he swings uh-huh. around on like a, a cable. Yeah. Um, he wears red, you know, lives in New York. Like, I feel like that's Spider-Man's territory. And so <laughs> he should be more like localized to like skate parks. Yeah. Where he's just like fighting crime. Like, imagine like if Disney, who has now like oh, reclaimed the uh, the rights to uh, at least Daredevil. I don't know if they've yeah. got like Luke Cage and, and Jessica Jones and Iron Fist and everything yet. But imagine if, like, the new series they make is like, okay, so it's Daredevil, but at a skateboard park. <laughs> yeah, you feel me? 
Yeah, it's like when they added Poochie to The Simpsons. They're like, we're adding a skateboard to this because it's fun and cool. And kids like... Season two, he's forced to to wear rollerblades. He's like, I don't know if this will work. But then like halfway through, he's like, you know what? I think I've got the hang of this. Oh, God. That could be like a whole arc for him is like getting used to them and stuff. It could be a whole arc, and then, like, he's forced to join <laughs> a, a women's roller derby league. Oh. But he has to wear, like, a wig and, like, makeup. Nice. But here's the problem. He's blind. Yeah. So, Electra has to join the league with him. What? She has to do his makeup, and then they have to, like, infiltrate this league, run by, looks left, looks right, stays left, stays right. You know, you mm. get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the league is run by Wilson Fisk, the kingpin <gasps> himself. What? Who also, Vincent D'Onofrio, <laughs> has to be put in, in women's makeup. Has to wear a wig. Uh, well, he's bald already mm. in the show, right? So that kind of works. He, yeah. So it works, but it's just like, it's like uh, obviously a yeah. wig for him. Like it's so cartoonishly a wig. <laughs> That the audience almost can't handle it. I'm imagining because like it's, it's a girl. It's, it's a he's being a female, right? So I'm imagining like a like a short bob cut, like a red head bob cut that just goes on. The, his head is so big; it just goes on the very tip top of it, kind of like a Kim Jong Un look. So, so it flares up on the side, you know? <laughs> yeah, it would have been a mm-hmm. regular sized child's wig if it were worn by a, like a female child or i guess any child but he they got it mm-hmm. for him because they needed one of them to pinch and then everybody's yeah. like they're afraid of him so they can't say anything yeah that makes yeah. sense right yeah hey steven yeah. i have an i have an update for you <laughs> excuse me i w- <laughs> i'd like oh, to man. amend my earlier statement about um this Age 10 years whiskey not kicking in soon enough uh, because yep. I think it's here and it's living <laughs> through me at this moment. I literally don't even know what we were t- I know we were talking about Fabio getting hit in the <laughs> oh, face of the right. bird. I was going to show you a picture. Coaster. <laughs> it, was a, it was a goose. A goose? He hit a goose. Oh, shit. Isn't that crazy? Damn. I didn't know that, man. You know what? Fuck geese. Geese are mean. Mm. They're the meanest birds. They were probably the most likely dinosaurs. They're probably pissed off that they used to be like velociraptors. Yeah. They're like, now we're just geese. Let's still be pissed off. You know? Yeah. Um, so they, they tried to take out this this hunk and uh, they couldn't do it. His face is just too strong. That jaw is just yeah. too chiseled. It just cut that bird right in half. I mean, I've actually always been confused. Uh, he's bloody, but his his face is not. It doesn't look damaged. It looks like the goose no. died on his nose, but his nose yeah. is fine, and that's very confusing yeah. to me. Oh, it's simply the blood splatter. <laughs> yeah, blood splatter. I don't know if you can see the two girls behind him. Uh huh. Like like over his shoulders, both have blood splatter on their faces. Mm-hmm. Like he's got like yeah. a bunch of blood on his face, but they have just like specks of it all over. And she's laughing like, "Oh my god, that was crazy." No, Fabio, <laughs> cutting a goose in half again oh, with your face. Oh, 
I've heard legend, but I never thought I'd see it. Oh, man. Um, and also, you, there's a, a couple of YouTube clips from it was in 1999, apparently. And there are YouTube clips like news articles from that day. And one of them just says Fabio warns of roller coasters dangers because we all know that hitting a goose with your face is a common roller coaster danger. <laughs> I love it. Look. Hey, don't ask <laughs> listeners. Take a seat. I'm going to send this chair backwards. Oh, wow. Can we look? We like to have fun on the show, but if we can get real here. Look, getting hit in the face with a roller coaster goose is a problem. A problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you know? <laughs> Did you know <laughs> that one in every two people will get murdered by a roller coaster goose? What? It's true. It's true, especially during a pandemic. You know how you're out and about at amusement parks right now mm-hmm. in a red state getting murdered by geese. You know, a family of four will go out this very week and get half of, half of them simply will come back. <laughs> from the goose? From the geese? From the, from the goose. Wow. So, look. All you have to do is go buy Academy Sports, maybe a Dick Sporting Goods. Either way, when you get up to the register, say, I have a coupon code, LTAS, to give me <laughs> 90% off. And be insistent mm-hmm. that it will work. If that doesn't work, try Erie INT. I don't know. Yeah, um, probably better. But whatever the case, just, just buy a bunch of football helmets um, and... Wear that to the amusement park this this year, this week. Yep. Uh, whenever you go to an amusement park, they'll just like let you. It's fine. You know, they need the money. They're gonna let you in with that on. Yeah. If you go in and you just start the rides, like they can't stop you. Everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. And guys, I'm not gonna tell you again. We've been over this. The old timey, uh, George Clooney, John Krasinski movie leather helmets that don't mm-hmm. cover your face are not gonna work. No. Nope. Okay. You gotta protect that mug. Yep. It's all about the face. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, unless you're Fabio cutting a goose in half with your schnoz, uh, that type of living ain't for you. Yeah. Yeah. And let's face it. You're not Fabio. You're not Fabio. Right. Plus, if you wear a football helmet, you can get the name of your favorite team on the side of the helmet. And you know what? That's pretty funny? fun. Is if you put like, I don't know, a baseball or a hockey team on the side of your helmet. Yeah. It would be so confusing. If people were like, oh, uh, you got the New Jersey Devils on the side of your football helmet, huh? I'm pretty sure that's a hockey team, but I guess not. You know what? It's 2020. Mm-hmm. What the fuck do I know? Uh, it doesn't one, matter. Nothing matters anymore. One time at a Houston Dave and Buster's, I won a basketball with the Houston Astros baseball team logo on it. So <laughs> kind of, I'm kind of into it. If I get that football helmet, yeah. I might be able to sports. Yeah exactly you know know what it'll yeah hey y'all task listeners let me turn this let me turn this chair around again okay so (laughs) now i'm sitting normal but still legs akimbo very short shorts i have coat shorts on Mm. oop i'm poking out (laughs) try not to look i'm not gonna put it back in there (laughs) then why did you move your camera to only your crotch it doesn't matter it doesn't i just i'm not supposed to look at it yeah, but it's looking at me. Nihilism is the day. 
It doesn't matter. Oh, man. Anyway, so, look, have you ever tried to sports before? Have you ever wanted to sports? Go get yourself a football helmet. They'll just, like, they'll just like let you do it. Like, I guarantee you, if you were to go to a basketball game wearing a football helmet, and then you take your shirt off because you're playing on, you know, the skin side, mm. um, and you're like, hey, pass me the rock. They're going to do it just to be like, this guy's weird, but I feel like he's got some energy. He's yeah. got some big sports energy. So I'm going to pass the rock. And then, oh my God, the next thing you know, you're Slam Duncan. Mm. Like that's your name, Sl- Slam Duncan. <laughs> you cannot dunk a basketball, though. But like that's when they make fun of you, that's what they're going to call you. Are there any golden retrievers on this team? Steven, there's nothing in the rule book that says a dog can't play basketball. Okay. What if they actually like wrote that into like after Airbud came out, they were like, look, we gotta fucking amend this. Yeah. And so there's like a whole like list of animals that can't be in there. Mm-hmm. It's like dogs, donkeys, horses, ocelots, marmosets, marmadukes, marmalade? <laughs> what? All right. And they just get jellies, jams. They're like, what are we even talking about anymore? <laughs> Flubber? <laughs> Nutty professors? Oh, all right. Oh, man. Sports. Sports. Brought to you by LTS. So, that's right. I like how that started with uh, Fabio's nose cutting a goose in half. I literally don't know what we were talking about to like get there. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so that was just a, lost to the recording. Its own thing, or we got yeah. there some. Yeah, some other way. Uh, I think we've lost. Mm-hmm. Like I've lost at least three threads of things that I wanted to follow up on, but I have no clue what they are anymore. So uh, it's fine. It's fine. You know what? This is why people tune in yeah. to the show. They 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 turn the radio dials on. They're like, let me tune to Eltas Point FM. Well, and then they're like, we're oh, more of an AM station. Is... Probably, yeah. Hello, welcome to Car Talk. Hey, do you have a do you have a radiator in your car? Well, take it out because guess what? We're talking about smoking in your car. Okay. <laughs> I don't know that people would tune have into you, us doing Car Talk. Hey. So here's, I had a problem with my car. Hi, hey, it said it needed more oil, so I poured it right on this piping hot engine, and then it started smoking. I'm like, oh, that's carcinogens. You shouldn't put that in the air. So I decided to open up my garage. <laughs> oh, I was very suicidal. Anyway, Uh-oh. so I opened up, and it was like all this, all this smoke was billowing out of my garage. And so I was like, well, I guess I'll have a stogie. So anyways, <laughs> my lungs are black. Did you, did you use extra virgin olive oil again on your car? I tried, but I kept fucking it. Uh, it's a it's a fetish I've got, so I assure you that the olive oil no longer a virgin. Okay. Side note: Do you think that's the only type of oil they serve in heaven? Like, I guess Muslim heaven, like whichever mm. one has the like all the virgins. Yeah, that you get the extra virgin olive oil. Yeah. Mm. Uh, is there is there a regular virgin olive oil? I've never. I don't think I've ever had that. What if in that religion? When you get up to heaven, mm-hmm. you're like, here's some extra virgin olive oil. And it's like Popeye's girlfriend walks out <laughs> with her real thin body. And she's got a marsupial pouch with a chain, she's like a, a wallet chain pa- coming out of it. 
Yeah. 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 With a wallet chain coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Going going down to her chastity belt. And that Mm -hmm. is why she is an extra virgin. Mm -hmm. I think so. Yeah. That's all I got. And then like the the guy, he's so elated. He drops the the key to the chastity belt into the cloud. Oh, they're like, oh, here we go. He like uploaded it to the cloud. And forgot his password. He uploaded it to the cloud, but then like he lost the he couldn't remember his password. Ugh, I hate when that happens. Yeah, got start a new account. And then like and... in heaven, you don't have fingerprints, so when you try to unlock it or Face ID, like it's just like it mm. doesn't it doesn't work. So hmm. that's the struggle. Sometimes, you know? yeah, uh, I would say something more to that, but um, I looked down yeah. and I was typing something into my Google my Google Tron, and I was like, why mm. am I looking up religion right now? And then I was like, oh, wait, I'm looking at virgins. And I was trying to find the, uh, <laughs> the religion with the virgins. Uh, and I'm really confused because it, you, it, you type in the mm-hmm. you type in the word virgins and then it like autofills near me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I exclusively look for milfs around me. Oh, okay. there's a lot yeah. more. I'm in the suburbs here in the suburbs. There's a lot more milfs yep. uh, than virgins. Yeah. I find. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I'm really confused uh, because the the word for um, it is a Muslim thing, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. But there's something about uh, this word hori, but it's H H O U R I. I don't know if I'm saying that right though. But it just was seventy two virgins and the word hori. I'm very confused by that. Hmm. But I'm gonna yeah. go with it. Horis. There's a plural, so. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the, the, they are women who will accompany faithful believers in paradise. So the virgins are, are the Horis, which is confusing. Interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. Hmm. Hmm. So there you guys go. There's a little knowledge for you. That's I don't, where we're at with it. Like I, like I know I'm a brown person, but I'm like, <laughs> do we, do we want, I'm, you know what? We can just move on. We can move on. I don't know what. It, well, that's why I wanted to clarify. I was like, you said it was the Muslim thing. And I was like, I feel like that's right. But maybe it's something different. And then I just found mm-hmm. that word and I kind of stumbled upon that. So put it out yeah. there in the world. But it's not uh, you and I aren't religious. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to get on my MILFs here. That's the Brent and Stephen religion. It's uh, that's right. MILFs are close to your location. It's not the 72 virgins are waiting for you in heaven. Yeah. You got to get that look earth of the delight right now. That's right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. How's a whiskey treating you? <laughs> well, it's in there. Like I'm, I'm trying to think of something to, to move on with, but, uh, guess what? I got nothing. Well, I'm brain of swimming. I haven't really talked to you in, in a little while. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm curious, you know, what you've been up to, what you've been watching, or if you got anything you want to talk about that way yes so anyway so what i got i i got some really okay, good stuff go right ahead. we'll get to yours yeah but you go ahead i don't want to i don't want to step in your toes that way you can take a drink mm. it's okay. a water drink it's a whiskey drink it's a lager drink he takes a vodka drink it's a coffee drink oh okay mm. Mm, coffee Does that counteract the whiskey no. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! No. Oh, oh heavens! Oh, oh my! No. 
Um, so let's see. What do I want to talk about? Uh, you know what? I got stuff to talk about. Oh, so why don't please. we do that? So, Stephen, leading up to the election of 2020, which happened in November here in the States, United, they are, well, not really, but you get it. So uh, I think it it uh, dropped in uh, maybe late September, early October, but there was a special on Adult Swim, which later showed up on HBO Max, by a little rap band that I like to call Run the Jewels. Uh, it was a special called Holy Kalama Vote, which was a... It's a, a reference to a, a song on their newest on the newest album by Run the Jewels. Oh, and that hurts my throat to do that after drinking whiskey. <laughs> um, uh, there's a song by them called Holy Kalama Fuck. Oh, uh, nice. So that's, that's where the title comes from. But uh, it's a performance of every song in order from their newest album, Checks Notes, Run the Jewels 4. And I watched it and I enjoyed the shit out of it. Awesome. Um, they were supposed to go on tour with Rage Against the Machine this year, ah. but they couldn't because of the pandemic. Yeah. So it was fun to see all these songs perform live. And uh, they had a few guests come out and whatnot. But um, man, it was a lot of fun. And it was uh, kind of great. in between uh, the, the, the every couple of songs. They would have Eric Andre. He was like running a telethon in this this thing, and he was uh, telling people how to get registered to vote and everything. Now I watched this after uh, the election, mm. so I uh, I don't know how well that worked or if people signed up for it or whatever. But uh, I do appreciate the the effort, yeah. and uh, it was just really fun. It was uh, like I said, it's streaming on HBO Max if people want to check it out uh, because I had a lot of fun with it, and it's just like you know. I love Run the Jewels. So yeah, totally. It's right up my alley. Yeah, right, right in my marsupial pouch. So well, we had talked Certainly before. Yeah, about uh, Killer Mike is uh, like he's a big Bernie supporter, but he's he's kind of mm-hmm. gotten into politics in Georgia and stuff. Um, and so it makes sense that they would yeah. be a part of that. That's pretty rad. I hadn't heard about that at all though. Um, right mm-hmm. until now, which is crazy, but especially up to the election and stuff. So I know there were a lot of mm-hmm. get out the vote things and everything, but that sounds like a rad one. So I I hope it works oh, for so good. some people. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, reaching out to the youth and getting them um, interested in, in politics and about what's going on in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I, I hope that, like, energized a portion of the uh, the youth vote there. Yeah. It may be, like, one one lady who's in her, like, mid-60s who's just like, I just love these Run the Jewels boys. <laughs> I just love them. <laughs> you know? Oh, man, I would love to see that. Good job, Mildred, you know? Never voted in her life, but she was yeah. like, you know what? Holy Kalama fuck. Do it. <laughs> so she did. I liked you pulled out Mildred. That was my great grandmother's name. I always thought that was such a oh. funny, weird name that seemed like mm-hmm. maybe popular at the time. But as she grew to uh, 102 years old, I think it was when she died a few years ago. Um, not mm. a lot of Mildreds around in the world anymore. No. Yeah. It's kind of like Esther. You don't really hear that yeah, name. Yeah, you don't get that one. Yeah. Like for young people, you know. Yeah. yeah. Something's so. something's kind of come back. Older names and people are like, yeah, I want to use that again or whatever. But uh, Mildreds and Esters of the world are, are few and far between, I feel, at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, that's, so. that's rad, man. Um, I want to check that mm-hmm. out as well because you've you've kind of turned me on to uh, run the jewels uh, in the past. And I need to listen to more of their stuff anyway, but that sounds like a, a cool little concert thing to watch instead. So I'll dig it. Yeah. A lot of fun. Same, basically you the, got? the same thing. Um, okay. Uh, people always equate Run the Jewels 
style of music with mm-hmm. Taylor Swift. And Obviously. <laughs> they were going to tour in 2021, exactly. but we don't know if that's going to happen now. Yeah. Hopefully, but we don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she, as far as I know, this was also kind of a surprise uh, for her. She's She dropped her Folklore album earlier this year um, as kind of a surprise that was written during the pandemic. And then um, she dropped a surprise cabin concert. I, did I mention this already uh, on the show? Mm-mm. All right. No. I have no. this. Li- I have these different lists going, and uh, I realized last week I did not mark down the stuff that I actually talked about, and so I'm like worried that half the stuff I have on my list today is like stuff I've already talked about. But anyway, um, so Amanda, my wife, underwater. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what'd you say? I said underwater. Oh that's what yeah, you had mentioned on that's uh, what the I, last yeah. episode, right? Yeah, see, mm-hmm. I, I, and I need to, I remember that one, but there were, there's at least two others that I'm like, I'm pretty sure that I, I might have talked about at least briefly, uh, on the last episode or something like that. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, Amanda, my wife is a huge Taylor Swift fan and I'm as well, but, um, uh, but she definitely is. And so she really wanted to watch this. So, um, this is the reason that we got Disney plus again recently. And, um, yeah, so yeah, we watched it and, uh, it was really fun. It was like, um, it's kind of like her describing how she wrote some of her songs, but I guess my wife said that she doesn't do a whole lot. Like you don't always know like the meaning behind it, but she was pretty open about the meaning behind a lot of these songs. And, um, some of it was kind of silly, like the way that they, it all seemed kind of like staged or whatever. Um, sometimes I just feel like she's, she's probably fine as a normal person, but she's not a very good actress. And then whenever she's like in a, and they're, they're like sitting around a fire drinking wine and they're talking about the album and they're like, having to get through points she's acting again and she doesn't feel as like natural um so sometimes it just feels like she's almost being scripted the whole time to me but um but i don't think she really is right i think she's just kind of awkward on camera um sometimes but uh the music part of it was really good and they kind of stripped back some of the songs and um that her different producers and songwriters and stuff were with her and everything so uh, it was pretty cool but it was it was nice definitely for the pandemic times christmas times and stuff just kind of relax and watch a little cabin concert so that's cool. It's on Disney Plus. So is it music from that the album that just came out? It's just the folklore album, yeah. The one that just came out this year. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So it's Is that the one cool. that she recorded in like quarantine? Yeah. So everything was written and recorded during quarantine. So that's what they talk about. This is basically the, the first time they've actually performed the album together. Everything else was like separate. So they're at this, um, I can't remember what it's called. It's, it's something simple. Like it's like literally like long lake or long pond or something like that. Um, it's like an upstate New York, I think is where they're at this cabin, Mm -hmm. but it's literally just a cabin next to like a really cool, um, like private pond. And the cabin is just a, a huge like recording studio. It's just like a big open room with like tons of fucking instruments in it and lots of like couches and rugs and stuff. Just like really cozy. And, um, so they did everything like through Skype or whatever to like write it. And then they would record their own pieces and then put them together. And this is the first time any of them actually like played the songs together. So they're like, it's like a weird experience to get together now. So they're like all together, but like social distanced. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're, they're inside and they're not wearing masks and stuff. So I feel like they probably, I I hope the idea is like they like quarantined before they like met up or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, but they don't really like talk about that as much. They just talk about like how they, they weren't together for a long time. And so they, they got together to do this concert film. So, um, and there is one, um, uh, Bon Iver, Um, I think as I can say that, um, he is on one of her songs and that he recorded his part and him like singing live separately. He was like at his home and he was wearing a mask during it. 
and hmm. they had talked weird there's a weird thing uh right before that segment where they were talking about the writing of that song and it sounded to me like like bon Iver was like uh, a stage name and it sounded like we didn't actually know who he was like a like a banksy of some sort and so when he wore the yeah. mask i was like in my head i was like oh i guess we don't know who this guy actually is and then uh, my wife pointed out that, no, we do know who he is. He does have a real name. It's not Bon Iver, but, um, but it's not like he's like hiding his face. As far as we could tell, there was someone filming in his house. And so he wore a mask while they sang. Uh, but otherwise, the rest of the, the three of them that were in a, a cabin together, um, mm-hmm. it's like the lead singer of The National. And then uh, uh, I think his name was like Anton something. Um, he's the creator of like Bleachers. Um, he's not a, he's a big producer now for a lot of people, but, um, they, they were all together like in the cabin and then they had like a few different things like outside of that. Interesting. Is it? I don't know. I just stopped listening to myself talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's no, I, th- I think it's cool. I think that's uh, that's cool that, uh, that, that was on your list right after run the jewels because like both of them have albums that came out this year. Neither mm-hmm. one could like perform them yeah. live. And so they just like performed them and uh, threw it up on a streaming service. So there you go again. That's pretty cool. Like yeah. I remember looking through Disney Plus and I saw like Taylor Swift on that little like banner up top mm-hmm. that you know kind of scrolls through. I was like, wait, what happened? What is this? Yeah. Uh, so I, I didn't know that she had a uh, like put a, a concert together or whatever. So yeah, well, that's kind of cool. It's just like yeah. a really intimate little thing, and and the songs from that from that album are very like are quieter and whatever. And so it really fit that kind of medium instead of like her big like bombastic like touring stuff or whatever so um yeah it was neat though um and i like this idea of like the home concerts and stuff that they're kind of doing right now getting any Mm -hmm. any kind of awareness out so yeah well hey speaking of awareness steven listeners i think you should be aware of season three episode 12 of the ducktales television show Uh it's an episode titled let's get dangerous it's an hour-long episode, oh. well, with commercials, yeah. it was like 42 minutes or whatever, just by itself. Um, as some of you may know, the well-educated people of the podcast, <laughs> uh, that is the catchphrase of one Mr. Darkwing Duck. Mm. And as I had spoken about on a previous episode, maybe about a year ago, um, Darkwing Duck is now part of the DuckTales animated universe, and... This episode focuses heavily on that. Oh, and nice. So as I said on that previous episode, uh, I went ahead and bought this on iTunes because nice. I need to support the idea of more Darkwing Duck with my monies. And it was recently announced that Disney is going to make a Darkwing Duck television show. Mm. Hmm. Who could they get to <laughs> put this together? Who could they possibly do this with? Have you heard about this? I haven't heard about that. I I thought you were talking about other DuckTales-related news. Well, I will get to that, but for the Darkwing Duck show? Yeah. Evan Goldberg, Mm. Seth Rogen. (gasps) Ooh. Yeah. Fancy. Which is insane. I didn't know that I would love them as much. Look, Mm -hmm. first they're doing... The Ninja Turtles reboot, and now they're working on Darkwing Duck? Are you serious? Yeah. Fuck yeah. That sounds Fuck pretty yeah, good. Dude. Like fans, yeah. hopefully, right? Yes. Yeah. Of course. Oh my God. I did, yes. Yep. I'm very excited for this. That's awesome. Yeah, I didn't and, hear about uh, that at all. It turns out that season three of DuckTales is the final season yeah. of the show. Like, they're wrapping up the story. 
And uh, I, I've not watched every episode of the show, mm-hmm. but it's your fault. Like, the ones I have watched, bits and pieces here and there, uh, it's just quality, quality yeah. stuff. So I'm very excited. I don't know if it's going to be the same creative uh, people that are working on the Darkwing Duck show, you know, from like an animation standpoint or mm-hmm. whatever. But holy shit, I'm thrilled at all of this, you know? Right. Totally. It's awesome. I've heard great oh things God. about this new show. So I just... Oh my god! I haven't watched a lot of it. So much fun! I thought you were gonna say you you bought that episode, and you're like, so I'm responsible for it canceling the show. I don't know why, why or how, but <laughs> apparently I did that by purchasing more of it. Um, it turns out this brown guy in Oklahoma <laughs> really likes Darkwing Duck. We should just focus on that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that sounds really cool, though, that they would believe you mm-hmm. that much. You know, believe in you that much. That's right. That they like, would, how they can would you bring not? you that show. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and for the most part, the the things that those guys are involved in, I really like. So, uh, especially these these two properties sound pretty rad that they would be involved with that, the Ninja Turtles and, and Darkwing Duck. For sure. And I can only hope there's a crossover. And as a matter of fact, because this is the internet, I'm going to demand it. And if it's not there, I'm going to be disappointed. Oh, yeah. And it's all a lie. Reality is a lie. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think in the Darkwing Duck uh universe they're gonna do a flashback episode to 1999 whenever fabio got hit in the face with a goose i can't imagine they won't yeah like i don't know how you get around that yeah. in reality like they're teaching that in school curriculums <laughs> at this point it mm-hmm. was yeah it's the cover of the new science textbooks science and math oh wow yeah because the angles and the trajectory mm-hmm. and stuff yeah for sure for sure yeah if you're fabio and you're moving down a roller coaster at this speed and there's a goose in front of your face how many blood spatters go on the girl behind you <laughs> math problems right <laughs> yeah i'm exactly. so glad i'm not in school anymore <laughs> holy shit uh yeah. <laughs> that's rad though man um mm-hmm. anything with darkwing duck is good Ooh, quack quack hey buddy mm. um so i i might have mentioned this uh, that i was reading this book but i finished it so i wanted to talk a little bit more about it but uh, Simon Pegg has um, a memoir called Nerd Duel that I started reading a okay. while ago. And uh, it was really fucking awesome. And I highly recommend it to anybody. It doesn't have pictures. Well, it doesn't have comic pictures, Brent. It does have a, a, one of those insert sections in this, as two of them actually in the center of the book with pictures from various oh. movies and stuff he's been on. So at least that part you should look at. Pretty cool. Okay. I'll, I'll do it on Skype sometime. I'll flip through it for you. Uh, okay please but uh yeah it was really fun um it basically plays out as a book where he was uh seemingly approached to write a memoir because he was he was pretty popular i think it came out in like 2011 or 2013 somewhere in there um so it's still been a lot of long time since then that he's done a lot of stuff but this was after obviously after like Shaun of the dead they had done um hot fuzz but not the world's end yet um okay. he was shooting paul uh, right before this they hadn't come out yet so he talks about that a little bit um so he'd done like mission impossible movies he was in like 1010 all that stuff so he'd worked with spielberg so there's a lot of stuff he could talk about up until that point but um he basically it seems like he was approached to do it he doesn't really want to do it <laughs> and so like every other chapter in the book is this like script that he's written about him being like a james bond character and he has a, a sentient robot friend that butler that he works with and he's like chasing this uh, this woman, this old flame of his around the world and stuff. And it's just like this crazy, stupid caper that he's like narrating throughout the book because he just doesn't want to mm-hmm. actually talk about his childhood or whatever. And so yeah. it just plays like his humor is just like it just plays throughout the book. And uh, he's also a really fucking good writer. 
um makes me want to read more of his scripts and stuff try those out but um the way he he writes that the script thing in the book they're funny but they're really well written and then the actual book itself um had so many cool anecdotes about his childhood um he's very open about a lot of things um he uses like different names for people but um he'll talk about like the first time he fingered a girl and like uh whatever he like (laughs) was get his first hand job and like he like whatever and something happened and he had to pull his pants up real fast and like he hurt his dick or whatever like he's very open about everything and then he'll tie it into mm-hmm. some random thing about how it shaped his life and it's like it becomes really poignant even though it's like all kind of silly and uh so it was yeah. just really great um a, a few fun facts i wanted to mention about him were uh um he talked about how he met uh, met nick frost his his partner in crime um his mm-hmm. uh his girlfriend simon pegg's girlfriend at the time worked at a tex-mex restaurant in london they had just moved to london to try to make it as a, a comedy him, him in comedy and uh her in acting and she was like my favorite co-worker is so fucking funny you should meet him and it was nick frost and nick frost wanted to be oh, a stand-up wow. comic and so they started hanging out doing that together and then he ended up breaking up with that girl and then they moved in together um because they both <laughs> they both had like uh no one to live and so they moved in together and yeah and uh so that was really fascinating to me they also talked about there's a a chapter about um the best pub in the world and it was this this place that was near their flat in london called the shepherds and it basically is exactly like the winchester in Shaun of the dead and so uh he's going through like talking about how they got started like being there and the the people that worked there how much they loved them and stuff and it was just right down there like down the like next door and down the stairway from their apartment from their flat so they mm-hmm. would go there all the time and um it is the winchester and it is the reason like the the names i can't remember them right now but the names of the bar owners are the names of the bar owners in Shaun of the dead um they just changed the name from the shepherds to the winchester because they needed the actual winchester rifle above the bar in Shaun of the dead oh um, yeah and he said coincidentally down the street from the shepherds is a bar called the winchester that they do not like um it just happened <laughs> to be a name that was close by uh, but it was really yeah. cool like to hear these kind of stories about it um basically he was like we would sit around drunk drunk in the and the shepherds and talk about what we would do in a zombie apocalypse and nick frost would say he'd go to wembley stadium and because they'd have a field they could plant in and they could see for miles around to see if there's zombies coming and they were like well we don't have a car and they're like all right well we need to go somewhere close and so they would go to the shepherds that's what they decided and then they literally wrote the movie about that and so it was just like this that's fascinating awesome. tale about how it actually like came to be like naturally um and then you know morphed into their movie and stuff so uh had a lot of really cool um little snippets uh bring that that term back uh about their life little snippets um Mm -hmm. like uh at that same bar he he saw someone performing in the corner once and it was like a friend of his girlfriend's and it was chris martin and uh he was uh, the lead singer of coldplay and coldplay used to play at the shepherds whenever they were nobodies and uh simon Pegg and nick frost are like really good friends with them and i never knew that they had any connection to coldplay at all but like he's like Mm -hmm. really good friends with chris martin i was like well that's really interesting so um there was a lot of cool stuff and it's pretty short book overall i took a while to read it i just kind of read a chapter Mm -hmm. at a time but the but it was really fun i i really grew to like him so much which uh, has led me into watching their old tv show spaced um which came out in the late 90s early 2000s um so i've been watching that it's on youtube for free right now and uh it's fantastic it's all directed by edgar wright and uh mm-hmm. it's been great so i really just sold on simon Pegg right now for sure 
How long is spaced? Is it like one season or like one series, I guess? There are two, yeah, two series, but they're really short. I think the first mm-hmm. one's only like six episodes or something, and the second one's around the oh same. My God. Um, and they're like 30 minutes long, 25 minutes <gasps> long. Oh my God, it's yeah, magical. It's a dream. <laughs> it's the best. The only thing is, um, and they talk about how he met Edgar Wright and stuff, and how they uh, they do like the third episode, they do like a zombie sequence in the beginning because he's been playing a mm-hmm. lot of Resident Evil 2 on the original PlayStation in the show. And so they do like a zombie sequence and that's what they like showed to studios to be like, we could do this for Shaun of the Dead. And they were talking about how uh, Edgar like was directing and stuff like that. Um, And you can see some of it's like early, but you can see like his same style, like the sound effects, the quick movements, like the camera pans really Mm -hmm. quick. And it's all really fun. And then they have like weird ideas. They're, They're spaced. Part of it, whatever, is that they keep like daydreaming and like so they do these like fantastical sequences that are like really silly. But uh, mm-hmm. the show on YouTube, at least, it's like really low quality, but it looks like there's like a haze over it. And I'm not sure like what it looks like, if that's how it looked in the day or if it's like a shitty YouTube quality. It's not streaming anywhere that I could find um, except mm-hmm. for YouTube. And um, and so I'm like, I'm curious if there's like a better version of it I could watch. But uh, but at least it's on there for free and you can check it out. So, yeah. You can get that content one way or the other. Bam. Right? Damn, damn straight there you go damn straight sir yeah i'd heard good things about the show i just never i'd never seen it so i had tried a few years ago didn't I, I watched like an episode i didn't really care for it didn't pick it up but uh after reading the book and then i've been watching a lot of their stuff lately um i kind of like realized like oh like this is pretty good i should give it more a shot and then once you get into it more it's it's really good um it's like so mm-hmm. fucking off the wall but it's uh yeah it's like you can just tell it's like simon Pegg and uh and edgar wright doing their thing before they hit it big you know so yeah yeah it's neat that's awesome yeah hell yeah it is a book though <laughs> so right. well poe buddies and perfect you know yeah I know. as the lord said yep yep um speaking of as the lord said what do you say we we're gonna pray now uh cl- huh we're gonna pray yes let ladies and gentlemen <laughs> let us pray <laughs> should i close my eyes We'd, I thought they were closed already. Oh, yeah, they are already. I thought, you know. <laughs> They're very squinty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Please. Please. I, I have a feeling the, the Irish Defamation League is going to come after me. Uh-oh. Uh, eventually. I'll protect you. I'll be like, it's fine. My best friend is an Irish. It's fine. Just <laughs> relax. Just give him a potato. He'd be fine. He just... <laughs> He'll be fine. Look, he's drunk off his ass right now. Obviously, <laughs> he's swimming in Guinness. It's fine. He's at the the Haggis factory. Just oh. well, maybe that's Scottish. Yeah, maybe that's Scottish. Do you wear a kilt? What? I've had one. You've had one? Yeah. Mm, okay. Uh, pretty much the same thing. I have Irish, a, Scottish, same thing. Yeah, I got some Scottish Confirmed. blood in me too, as far as I know. So. Uh, oh, okay. So we'll we'll throw that in there too. Okay. Otherwise, what awesome. else do Ireland Islanders, Irelanders? What do you call an, uh, someone from Ireland? What else do they eat? The Irish. Oh, Brent. Um, I want to say what else? Irelanders, okay, and I want to say Irelanders. it now because it's easy. I want to say Irelanders. Obviously, number one food, Lucky Charms. Yep. Uh huh. That's my uh, number one food. Sure. Of course. Uh, all marshmallows no are possible. Yeah. If you can find them. No milk. Shove them in your pouch. Yeah. So that's like their number one food export, at least. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Yeah. 
beyond that, mushy peas. Mm. Obviously, that sounds gross. Uh, mm, they're pretty good. I like it. What? But I like everything. Yeah, I like everything. Um, and then, of course, the most popular Irish food of all is me pot of gold. <laughs> so, oh, okay. With yeah. like um, those like gold wrapped chocolate coins. Uh, sure. You know what? It's possible that they're probably just snacking on gold mm. and like letting their body digest the the coins as much as they can. Oh wow! And then like extruding a spider web like strand of gold from the <laughs> from ye from ye Irish booty. It's next to the but pouch. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't stick around that long. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are we talking about? I don't know. This has been oh. a great show. We've been really good <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> Look, I think we can uh, probably put a pin in it at this point. Yeah. You know? Keep it keep yeah. it short. Keep it simple. Mm. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I would say more, but I don't have a script up you know? yet, so. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Um, okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> I was out. I was out of um, stuff to talk about. So, obviously, this was uh, best episode in a while. Mm-hmm. Clearly, everybody could agree on that. So um, if you felt yep. that way as well, go rate and review us on your favorite pop- podcast app. Uh, otherwise, you can uh, follow us in the show notes below, which we will definitely have corrected with the hosts that are currently on. And That's that right. way you can follow those hosts and nobody will question it. That's right. And we're definitely not going to forget about this immediately after we're done recording and just post, (laughs) copy and paste the the show notes from the the previous episode. Why would we do that? Look, if anything, we are on top of it. I think we can all agree. We're going to be fine. Yeah. I think we should actually go back to our Twitter and take off the podcast word from our Mm -hmm. Gmail thing again and make it make it wrong again. Yeah. Just really, really dial back the time, you know? You know, I have checked the the LTAS email and um, no, no emails have come pouring in recently. So there it's really go. like, it's not like it, you know, yeah. what was even the point? You know, I don't <laughs> feel like we were missing much. <laughs> I just really hope that the person that has the let's talk about stuff, I guess is that right at, at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Tag. I, I hope that they had like a lot of random stuff over time from us, you know, from our listeners. Yeah. Who are of course. many. Um, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much it, I guess. Uh-huh. Anything for you? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think so. It's been great, man. It's uh, it's totally normal. It's good to have you back like you never left. Because you have. Thank you. And I didn't. That's right. You've just been silent the whole time. I've been here for the full 174 episodes. We yep. can all agree. Yep. Never or changed. Can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on that note, uh, thank you all for listening today. And uh, until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And let's talk later. Record? Oh, God, that feels good. Mm. Record the burrow again. Three? Is that what? What? That's what? Yeah, what? I mean, what are you talking about? The number three feels good. No, record with my bro again. Feels good to get inside your mind. Oh, climb right in there. It's mostly empty, so there's plenty of room. <laughs> That's why I like it. It's like a deflated beanbag chair. 
<laughs> it's very comfortable. <laughs> it's pretty much like laying on the floor, but also if there were a bunch of sandwich bags with a oh. little bit of like the uh what do you call it like styrofoam pebbles or yeah exactly yeah but that's what yeah i said deflated beanbag bag it's like whenever they get scrunched down after time and you're mm-hmm. like everything that was there is still there it's just half as like you know full as it used to be mm-hmm. it's all squishy yeah. it you, is your mind is it like is. a sandwich bag and a squishy beanbag Mm, I love it. If you've ever dissected a beanbag chair and you come across some of those little like those uh, little styrofoam uh, balls and some of them are brown, that's because they're absorbing the farts that are in there. Wow. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. It's like a filter. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you change them at that point or you just refill it with more stuff? Keep those in there. I mean, you can. I prefer to just put more stuff in there because it's just like it's a beanbag chair, you know. So yeah. that's why I put like old heads of lettuce. Oh wow! Um, lawn clippings. Sure. Got dog turds. Uh, yeah. For like comfort. Because it's uh, squishy. I mean, it's just like at a certain point, I'm just trying to refill this bag. Okay. You know? Yeah, just more stuff. Because it's been <laughs> yeah, like it's it's styrofoam and like scrunches down yeah. over time. So, yeah, you know, chicken bones, old bricks, you know, all the comfortable stuff. Oh, man. Yeah, it sounds great. I don't know that you could mm-hmm. really move this beanbag around, but I guess you don't really need to. It just stays in one spot. No, once you have a beanbag chair and you put it in your home, mm-hmm. like after, let's say, 12 to 18 months, that's like wherever it is, it's where it is gotcha. in your house forever. Yeah. So, like, you don't need to move it. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're, like, moving from one home to another, then congratulations, new owner of the <laughs> old home. You've got a beanbag chair. It's probably good, too, with your beanbag chair not to move it at all for the new homeowners because I assume if you did, all of that, you know, those heads of lettuce and that those dog turds might have seeped through the bottom and mm-hmm. uh, might have probably, left a, a I don't ring, know. a beanbag ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's what the movie The Ring is about, what? I believe. Yeah, that's why they had to put that chick down in that well. Because of the beanbag like chair? That's, that's where it was. That's a beanbag like, hole? Yeah, that's a beanbag hole. Wow. And they had to, like, terraform the earth around it because it got so, like, pungent. Damn. So they were just like, well, I guess we'll just, like, put this well here. Mm-hmm. Because, we, like, obviously we can't move it. We have all of this bulldozing equipment. Tried it. It broke seven bulldozers. <laughs> we cannot move it. So we're going to build the earth around it and then just hope everything is okay. Man, I didn't Wait, know. Wait, what all happened this. to this chick with long black hair? She's probably she's fine. She's she's cool. She might come through TVs later. That's fine. Mm-hmm. She's got long hair. You can't even see her face mostly. This We've asked her to move, but she won't take off her Walkman. <laughs> Damn teenagers! <laughs> we'll just build the earth around this beanbag chair. I like to think of she... her just sitting on it with a Walkman, though. Yeah, chilling. She got a Best of Huey Lewis in the News uh, cassette tape, and she will not turn it off. Yeah. And, like, those batteries are lasting for a really long time. Energizer, am I right? mm -hmm. Yep. They keep going and going and going and going. The bunny is involved in this shit? Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. That's a good way to end it. (laughs) Yeah, I think we all like this, right? So I uh, was out and about recently, and I saw something that I had never seen before. 
Yeah. Which is bizarre. Um, you know how every uh, speed limit sign ends in a, uh, a zero or a five? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is real. I came across a stretch of, uh, of this road in Tulsa where they were doing a, a lot of construction. And I saw between like six and eight different speed limit signs that said the speed limit was 17 miles per hour. What? Weird. Yeah, hyper-specific. Yeah. That is hyper-specific. And I tried Googling it to see, is, like, is, this a, is this a thing? Yeah. And uh, it brought up all these articles that had a lot of text, so I was just like, oh, I'm not, a, I'm not about <laughs> you this. You don't know how to read. So I may never know. But I thought it was interesting <laughs> because it did catch my attention, mm-hmm. and I was more aware of how fast I was going. So I wonder sure. if it's like a psychological trick mm-hmm. that will work for now. But like, yeah. if it's like this consistently for the next 10 years, it's just going to be like seeing 15 miles an hour or whatever. Like, yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like I'm a good judge of how fast I should be going. Mm-hmm. So back off government. Okay. <laughs> Every road should be the Autobahn in America because we are notoriously good drivers. Obviously. Yeah. Like we should adopt that policy. Mm-hmm. Especially in construction. Adopt. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, uh, is that what it is? Shopped? Don't. Yeah. No. Adopt. Don't shop. There we go. Oh, for dogs. Oh, and, and highways. And highways. Yeah. Don't mm-hmm. shop that highway. Don't do it. Do not do <laughs> if it. See, if you see a strip mall on the side of a highway, <laughs> God help me. <laughs> Man, you got really intense about that. <clears throat> Strong feel. Oh gosh. It's so angry. Breath. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I feel like psychologically they're trying to do something like people are mm-hmm. used to like 25 mile an hour, but also that's, um, like, uh, speedometers. I mean, there are digital ones that show you exactly what you're doing, but a lot of them still mm-hmm. are just this dial and like 17 or around there is kind of hard to match. I would feel. Yeah. But maybe that's the thing they're trying to, they're trying to make people even more aware. It gets even deeper in your brain because then you're like, well, not only is this a weird number, but it's like hard to follow. So you try it harder. Like you try to stick around 17, but I don't know. I feel like that, like you said, it just wouldn't last. You know what? I feel like we are on a dangerous precipice here because the next thing you know, they're going to change highway signs to 67 miles an hour. Ugh. And then yeah. what are we supposed to do? Okay. You know if what? they did that I, I feel like like mm-hmm. potentially um i threw away my vote in the last election um <laughs> i feel like things are really going downhill already already you You're know like what? i voted blue and all of a sudden seven starts showing up in my speed limit signs it's like what the hell <laughs> thanks obama <laughs> yeah i mean We'll see how it plans out, you know, plays out, but it's it, it could be the change in the world that nobody asked for. Yeah. And it's, you know, like. I, I respect the people who work on the roads. I know they're trying to either repair roads or maybe expand them or just generally make things better. But also, like, who are you mm. to have the gall to tell me that it's OK to drive an extra two miles? Over the speed limit? Yeah. That was, would have been posted? Like, from 15 to 17? Yeah. I feel like there was maybe somebody on the Chamber of Commerce 
who when they were like putting up signs like there there was like a a deadlocked argument between two sides they were like the speed limit should be 15 miles an hour no it should be 20 <laughs> and like the only like agreement they could come to was like splitting it down the middle yeah and just like cheating it to the uh to the lower end of uh of uh making it 17 uh so i think that's probably how it went mm-hmm. and there's probably a couple of dead bodies somewhere in uh inside the the tulsa chamber of commerce oh wow like, you think you got shit really got got twisted yeah i think that it actually might have started with someone being like hey uh we should do we should go in the middle 17 and a half and they're like somebody flipped a table and they're like we can't put a half on there and they <laughs> compromise on 17 you know so maybe mm-hmm. that's what started the bloodshed Probably. Yeah. I think it's like, uh, I know we don't watch uh, Game of Thorns, but it's a little bit mm-hmm. like the Red Wedding where yeah, somebody, from what I understand, somebody showed up with a punch bowl of Hawaiian punch. Oh, God, really? Uncovered. <gasps> and then they tripped. And then it was just like, oh, my God, <laughs> there's Hawaiian punch everywhere. Right? I just imagine like... Uh, that scene playing out. I don't really know what happens in the Red Wedding besides everybody uh, being covered in punch or dying. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I want to see that where it's like it's like a an, a an action movie when like a gun just never runs out of bullets and they just keep running around shooting everybody. But it's like this <laughs> yeah. one punch bowl covers the entire like 300 person wedding party. Like it mm-hmm. just keeps rolling and people are like ah! just getting splashed with like huge fucking waves of it and stuff. And it just it's like that never ending punch bowl. Like for whatever reason, they insert that shot from the uh, the movie version of The Shining, where the elevator doors open <laughs> yeah. and like all the all the blood pours in. It's like, wait, I thought they were in medieval times. Like, why do they have elevators? I don't know. Oh, it's a cool man. shot, though. It's a cool yeah. shot. You got to believe that. You got to use it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Man, fantastic. Well, um, did you come up? Did we come up with a sync word during that? Um. Well, let's let's go with. Uh, because it's fresh on my mind. Mm-hmm. Let's go with Hawaiian Punch. Hawaiian Punch. Perfect. <laughs> so we talked about beanbag chairs. We talked about 17 miles an hour. <laughs> and then we just simply settled on the most recent thing we discussed. I forgot about those other two things already, as we've discussed yeah. on the show before. So this is, mm-hmm. yeah, my, my brain only, you know, captured the last five minutes. So cool. All right. Sweet. And so it what just kind of like moves slowly out of your brain yeah, as we continue to talk it's going now yes we better get there fast because i'm just gonna lose okay. it again yeah all right so and i'll be like with the Hawaiian... was t-shirts <laughs> and you're like what and i'm like it's just you're wearing it i got confused <laughs> yeah i got so scared <laughs> all right so hawaiian punch on three one two three hawaiian, hawaiian punch. punch that is a really good sound it is right yeah and then you push it back Ooh. in there. And say, <laughs> it's like a mouse fart. A sexy noise, you know? Yeah. Oh, you thought Gotta it was nice. It. Sexy, yeah. Yeah. I I'm like into it. farts. Oh. Mm, still into it. <laughs> you ever it's looking the, up anything uh, the, on a... Uh, oh. I was going to say it's the, the queef of recorking. Mm. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. A little air pocket in there. Mm-hmm. Air pocket. I was going to say, have you ever been looking at porn and you're like searching for something and um, like a a farting thing comes up? Has that ever happened to you? (laughs) I have come across it and I'm just like, what? "What? I have to scroll so fast to get past that. That really freaks me out. Okay. I'm going to watch like 18 minutes of this, but no more. (laughs) 
And if there's another one that pops after that, I might watch that one too. Yeah. If it auto plays. If it auto plays, then it must stay. <laughs> right? Like Johnny Cochran said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it really it freaks me out every time I've, I've come across that, uh, which mm-hmm. has been few, but when it mm-hmm. happens, it's like, man, there really is porn for everybody, for everything. It's weird. When you go to fartporn.com and it pulls up, you're like, what? This again? Okay. Ugh. Whatever. I guess I'll get off. What? Okay. <laughs> really indignant about it. <laughs> I guess I'll get off. I like that. That was good. I guess I will do what I gotta do. Ugh. Yuck. Ugh. Yeah. Later on, but, I'm gonna open a tab up to look mm-hmm. for something, and that Fabio picture is gonna still be there. I'm gonna be like, he's still a good looking man. Yeah. And it's gonna happen. <sighs> I guess I'll come to this. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> then, like, for whatever reason, it's gonna like sit in your subconscious, and then, like, two months from now, you're gonna tell Amanda to like hit you in the face with a goose. Oh, so you're gonna be like, yeah. wait, what? Like, listen, it's just do uh, it. something I just want to try. Uh, <laughs> Stephen, let me look at oh, your Reddit man. search history real quick. No, 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 oh, please, no. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of goose porn out there. Yeah, a lot really of goose is. porn. Mm. Honk, honk. You know what I'm saying? Yay. Mm. Yeah. Honk, honk. Yeah, double hands. Yeah, for people at home who didn't see that, I was I was honking like boobies. Mm-hmm. That's right. I've seen but it was once. like two geese. Mm. Yes. Mm, two geese, one Steven. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do not search that. Because <laughs> you will find a video of me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hell yeah. I can still I can still smell the room. <laughs> Seared. Seared in my nostrils, man. Ooh. Oh, hey. Uh, Totally unrelated, but since we're still recording, uh, I forgot to mention I did a 24-hour comic in uh, (laughs) early November. So people want to check that out. It's on uh, my Twitter and Instagram. At Brent Hibbard. Go check it out. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, back to geese fucking. Yeah. Um, Were there any geese fucking in the thing? Is that why you brought it up? No, but I, I figure like maybe next year I'll work on that. Maybe that. Okay. Will, you know, I'll put a, uh, a a note in my um, story uh, app or my my story uh, notes um, file mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Stephen, this whiskey. Oh. It's really good. wrapped its tentacles around me. <laughs> it's Cthulhu like tentacles. That's why we had to end it early, right? You were like, uh, I am starting to feel it more. The room is spinning a little bit and it's starting to get real crazy now. Oh, that was cool. Oh, got a leak. Uh-oh. Mm. In, your, in your butt pouch? Mm. Yoda. I'm going to embarrass. <laughs> Man, it's like in some movies, like Yoda, Attack of the Clones. I think it's like a Bill Hader thing. Wait, he does, what? He does like an impression like that, and he's like Yoda, Jack of the Clones. Anybody? But okay. it also is like you said it just like there's like, but I can't remember what it's from anymore. Oh, maybe just Which like is the best reference. Yeah, of course. When you don't remember it, everybody loves it. So, <sighs> so, a couple more hours of this. Yep. Shout out to uh, David Hopkins for filling in for. Uh, oh yeah, man, that was rad. Much appreciated. 
he won't listen to this part of the show, but nah, you know, it was fun. We've been on a, a text thread with him. Super funny. Super oh, funny yeah. guy. Way better than the show. It. Oh my God. If we just publish that, people would be like, oh my God. These guys are so funny. Now. <laughs> They're funny now. Holy shit. <laughs> David, David's funny because um, he'll be on the show and he'll be talking about this awesome stuff and he'll be talking for a while and I'm like, just wrapped with attention. I'm just like, I want to hear all about this. Mm-hmm. And then he'll, he'll be like, I've been talking too long and I'm like, Oh, I should be a, I should be a host. I should like move things forward or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, uh, he, he, it seems like he, he's like, he's just a talker. He's just really good. He's like on a thousand podcasts mm-hmm. and, uh, he's really good at this format and he just keeps going. And then he, he like would stop himself and be like, Oh man, uh, I, I'm sorry. I talked too long. And I'm like, I'm sorry you did too well. At, at the podcast like what don't apologize this has been great <laughs> plus i didn't have to talk very much that was that was fantastic for me mm-hmm. you like actually get up and leave the room oh, yeah. to go watch a couple episodes of parks and rec and then you like <laughs> yeah. come back you're like oh he's still he's still going still but he's going? doing like he's fucking killing it you know oh, man yeah and i know he, i i trust the whole time he was even though i wasn't listening a lot of people don't know this but we actually have soundcloud pulled up as we record and we can watch the ratings spike through the roof which yeah. is weird because we don't publish this show until like two days after we record. Typically, yeah. it's a future, but future we, cast. Yeah, it's a predictor yeah. of sorts. So I don't know. Pretty rad. Pretty rad to see. We're doing well with it. Well, mm-hmm. we were when he was he was on the show, basically. Yeah. So well, yeah. Now it's back to this. You guys <laughs> are welcome. <laughs> What's this newest episode about Eltes? Or uh, uh, wait, hold on. Oh no, it's a good start. It's happening. I can't even. Uh oh. <laughs> what was this newest episode of Eltas about? It's like, uh, they talked about some guy getting hit in the face with a goose on a roller coaster. <laughs> I don't know who this guy is. I'm like, I don't even know. I'm like 14. I'm like, I don't. I put down TikTok for a second to listen to this <laughs> podcast, and I was like, what? What is that? What? Oh my god. And really, you shouldn't be talking about geese like that because geese are people too. Stop. <laughs> I mean, you would, you might say that ducks are people too, right? Oh, for sure. Like ducks so, are 300% people. Geese are bad. We can yeah. all agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They hit Fabio in the face. Whether mm-hmm. you know him or not, he's a beautiful man. Yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. He's big. He's a large guy. I don't, like, I thought I knew, like, what women were into, mm. but, like, f- for me, from my perspective, I would think that every woman on the planet would be like, oh, The Rock is the, the hunkiest guy that's ever existed. Uh, but my wife is not into it. Uh, yep. Several women I've spoken with are like, no, no, no. Too muscular. I'm like, too muscular? Mm. So now I have to deflate my muscles. Because you were, yeah, you were up to rock stature. I was like, I'm the second Brahma bull. And then I was like, well, I guess I got to let this go. So I was like, open up the valve. Yep. <laughs> It was like three hours of that, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We should. Yeah. That's a secret episode. You guys can find it online. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go to Pornhub. Mm-hmm. Uh, search. Let's talk about deflating. Yep. <laughs> we talk about deflating my muscles and also deflate gate. <laughs> Brady, you- watch yourself. You got those LTAS crosshairs upon you. Ooh. Oh, no. Son. Yeah. Sports. Yeah. Say hi to Giselle for me, though. She's a nice lady. Beautiful woman. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, uh, Dak Shepard talks about that sometimes because he's into to working out and stuff, and he'll he'll be like the the times that he's been like the biggest. Um, no, no females care at all. It's always the males that are like, "Dude, your muscles are fucking rad." But like the, uh-huh. the ladies are always like, "I don't care. Uh, I actually yeah. a little too much." That's <laughs> yeah. all for the dudes. <laughs> Which is why I've stayed away from that. I just got this spare tire up front, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, my wife digs it, and that's all I really care about at this point. I mean, yeah, that's the most important part, right? You guys are trapped in a home together, a domicile. Yes. Yeah. So, so really whatever keeps them happy. Yeah. I'm not sure what I understand. I, I would. Yeah. Yeah. I've never experienced uh, marital happiness. Um, or sex. But I hear good things. So one of these days, bro, 20 years. Mm. That's that's the, the target date. 20 year anniversary. That's right. Mm-hmm. You're going to get there. The we'll see. We'll and see. you're going to get in there. Because everybody knows the 20th anniversary is the one that you have sex at. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm so excited. We just crossed the 10-year threshold this very year. So you're holding so, hands now? T- 2030. <laughs> Here we come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we're not quite at, like, holding hands. We do have mm-hmm. our, like, pinkies interlocked on occasion. Yeah. Like, I have to start a timer. It's pretty sexual. You know? Yeah. I put 38 seconds on the clock. And piggy hold. Is it a... A sit peach there in timer? silence it is a peach timer yeah mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you know it's booty time well but booties right now are just pinkies yeah mm-hmm. pinkies and booties well that's kind of what i try to do i like try to drag it toward drag her <laughs> pinky toward my butt but not not quite going for it i'm like i'm that. not even into it but i'm like it yeah, i need yeah. something you know i need some kind of release so yeah hit the valve yeah exactly next to the the valve pouch i've uh i've got an alert that i need to check out fartporn.gov right now so perfect i guess we can wrap it up here sounds good well yeah if you're gonna go check that so anyway you guys can rate and review us on your favorite podcast app